Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The preeminent preseason football poll is out, and five Big Sky Conference teams are in the top 25. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Stats Perform released its first poll for the 2021 season. The University of Montana enters the fall with a number nine national ranking, while Montana State comes in at number 12 in the first stats poll. Weber State, the Big Sky's champion in the most recent spring season and the four-time reigning league champions overall, led the league with a number six national ranking. Eastern Washington, one of two teams from the Big Sky, along with Weber, to qualify for the spring FCS playoffs came in at number 11 uc davis a team that nearly made the spring playoffs is ranked number 23 and sacramento state a team that won a share of its first ever big sky title back in 2019 but opted out of the spring came in at number 29 defending national champ sam houston topped the poll with 39 of 50 first place votes james madison was number two and garnered eight first place votes south dakota state was third and had three first place votes rounding out the top 10 north dakota state at four delaware at five number seven southern illinois number eight north dakota and number 10 Jacksonville State. And finally, former Montana State women's basketball standout Tori Martell has been nominated for the NCAA Woman of the Year by the Big Sky Conference. The NCAA announced Tuesday Martell is one of 535 women nationwide to become a finalist. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. about myself and then there she was 
Like double cherry pie Yeah, there she was Like disco super fly I smell sex and candy hair been wondering ever since I was an adolescent boy listening to this song. What is disco lemonade? Coulter, it's all interpretive. I guess. What a song this was. Yeah, it's weird that it's the last on the Now That's What I Call Music 1 compilation album. Interesting. Which will serve to be the exclusive source of our bumper music for the next year. <laughs> this is what we're doing now. I can't wait. New on us now, 1029 ESPN, Missoula, SWX, Montana Television, Tommy Evans running the board, DJ in for you. I think it's day-old coffee. Mm. That could be disco lemonade. Okay. Yeah, a little bit of the moldy crust on top, you know. Still gets the job done, but it's a little crusty, you know. <laughs> New on us now is broadcasting to you live from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Find Northwest Motorsport online, nwmsrocks.com. Go check them out. They boast the largest inventory of trucks Anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. You missed anything in the first hour of this show? Broke down some more Grizz football. Camp is rolling there at the University of Montana. We heard from Sammy Kim, senior wide receiver for the Grizz. We also heard from Brooks Nuanas breaking down all things Grizz football as well as NFL football as well. Let's have some Bobcat feedback for you a little lot later on this week as well. And uh, gave some Desperado wings as well. Uh, all of that can be found on the podcast, which is proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana. The Wingate by Wyndham Hotel and Blackfoot Communications. Well, I can't believe my eyes, and you wouldn't be able to believe your eyes either if you were watching him on live TV, but unfortunately we are pre-recording this, yet it is an illustrious return, a wonderful moment in my personal life, and uh, so good to see this guy. He's sitting here in studio with me. It's time for our ESPN Roundtable, presented proudly by Paradise Falls. I've been teasing a surprise guest no, it's not Brett Favre or Jeff Garcia or Marty Morningweg or some of the other great people we've had on this show as of late. Instead, it's the founding father of ESPN Missoula, Ryan Tutel, in the chair. It's been a long time, buddy. It's so weird because I see you a lot because we still FaceTime all the time. Yeah. I haven't actually got to hug your bare self in a long time. So, man, it's good to see you. I'm glad you're still wearing your ugly Packers hat, but uh, welcome back to the homeland. I dug this out especially for you. Uh, I thought about wearing my Kirk Cousins shirt <laughs> to add to that, but uh, it is it is glorious to be back physically in the state of Montana, in the city of Missoula, and uh, obviously uh, a joy to see my dear friend Colton Nuanas in person finally once again as well. What are you giving me here? I just, uh, oh, my we, Kirk Cousins we had a little rip sesh yesterday, and uh, <laughs> Andrew Houghton pulled out the, uh, the Kirk Cousins, and it really made me perturbed, to say the least. <laughs> I had, uh, had Kai Okada, Montana State Safety. He, he sat shotgun with me last week uh, for about half an hour, and it was a great interview. Really impressed by him. Really good kid, but he's from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Threw him a curveball at the end, asked him if he liked Kirk Cousins. He didn't know what I was getting out of where I was going with it, so he's like, I love Kirk Cousins. And I was like, no, bro, you can't like Kirk Cousins. Like, oh, no, you're right. I don't like Kirk Cousins. <laughs> See, I wish I would have prepared for that question. He's like, I was just trying to be positive. No, Kirk Cousins sucks. And I was like, yes. Stay with what the truth is, Ty. We speak the truth oh, on the radio. Man, so much to get to. You have been kind enough to appear on the show multiple times throughout your massive travels. But for those who maybe haven't heard those segments or those that need an update, Ryan left ESPN Missoula uh, mid-December of last year. And uh, 
embarked on an adventure that I think most people would never have the bravery or courage to do. And uh, he took his family in a truck and a trailer around the United States of America. Give people the yeah. whole path, man. I, I, I don't even know if I have it all mapped out in my mind, even though I talked to you all along the way. Yeah, well, when we, we you're right about the mid-December being done here, but we didn't actually leave until the end of January. That's right. The heart of winter. Uh, and so we shot due south, uh, mostly so that we could use our camper with water in it, you know? That's a good, good call. Uh, and so we, we went quick, but we went down through Idaho, Utah, and then got into Arizona and basically started in central Arizona. Ended up being in Arizona for almost a month, actually maybe even right at a month, and didn't uh, hadn't anticipated that. It's amazing you get going. I thought, man, I thought I'd be back here late June, early July sure. and have gone to you know, 41 states. I've been to 20 states. Yeah, and United States turns out pretty big. Yeah, it's big, and also it's even bigger when you don't care what time it is. <laughs> uh, and so we, uh, but we, we did that, and then we went to Texas and spent like a month in Texas. In fact, even a little more than that, it, obviously, yes, it's a big state. We get that, but uh, some really cool stuff to see, uh, some obviously stuff that was... <laughs> It's like, okay, maybe Texas isn't for me, but there's there's a lot to like, too. What uh, do you like about Texas? I'm not, I know there's probably some Texas people listening. I'm not trying to be a hater, but Texas, for me, is a nightmare. And that has everything to do with me and really nothing to do with Texas. But yeah. large, giant cities and humidity and massive traffic and uh, barbecue, none of those things are up my alley. Well, <laughs> you can, I mean, you can avoid the first few of those pretty easily, depending on where you want right. to go. Well, I guess I've, I've only ever spent time in the heart of Dallas. Yeah. And I mean, that's one of the biggest cities in the country. You're not going to uh, have me uh, pave, arguing against your feelings. Towards that, <laughs> okay? uh, but, you know, Big Bear, uh, Big Bend National Park yeah. uh, is right on the Mexico border. It's spectacular. I didn't even know it was a thing uh, until we kind of started going, but uh, we kind of got convinced we should go check it out and did. And that was that was awesome. I uh, I walked across the Rio Grande and was an Ill- illegal alien in Mexico for a little while. You Felicia. you FaceTime me yeah. from the Mexican border once upon a time. Yeah, I, we were on the border quite a bit, but uh, specifically I'm proud to say that I did cross without my passport, and I feel very good about that. <laughs> um, but then, uh, so, so that was cool. Obviously, the wide open spaces of West Texas, which I tend to like. Uh, people want, you know, it's vast, it's sure. empty, it's hot. Well, it's all those things, but... I, other than the heat, you know, I'm I'm okay with a lot of that stuff. We got stuck in a windstorm in Marathon, Texas. We couldn't drive anymore, and it blew 20 to 30 mile an hour winds consistently with 40, 50 mile an hour gusts for 15 hours, <laughs> and we were just stuck. We went into this Mexican restaurant, had lunch, stayed, had dinner, stayed, had a nightcap, <laughs> then walked out. Got in the camper along the street and went to sleep. And so this was like, you know, those are the things that sort of come up. But anyway, we went across there, drove across the whole south, uh, you know, Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi. Uh, uh, did one night in Georgia. We were kind of cruising there, South Carolina the same. And then we spent about about a month in North Carolina on the Atlantic coast. And that was uh, spectacular. There's Here's a little tidbit for you. People want to go to the beach, right? Everybody thinks about maybe Southern California, obviously Florida. The the Crystal Coast of North Carolina is as white, sandy beach Heard spectacular this. as you could ever want. And I think that it's really like regionally people know about. It. Obviously, in the state of North Carolina, people, you know, will go there. But nationally, like people aren't 
destination, you know, oh, I'll fly into Charlotte and drive to the coast or Raleigh, whatever. It's awesome. It's unbelievable beaches there. So then we drove all the way back straight across, due west across the state of North Carolina, over the Great Smoky Mountains into Tennessee, went up through Kentucky and uh, into Ohio, hung out with uh, my brother-in-law for a couple weeks in Ohio. What's Kentucky like? That's sort of mysterious, always been mysterious to me. Yeah. I spent almost a week in Indianapolis, and for whatever reason, I never really oriented in my mind that Indianapolis was directly north of Kentucky. I was so surprised how many people from Kentucky we ran into and how much Indianapolis was like I imagined Kentucky being. Indianapolis was very southern. Yes. It's like in a certain way. I mean, you've talked to Brian Fish, and I always wonder where does his southern accent come from? Well, he's from (laughs) Seymour, Indiana, which is like 15 minutes from Louisville. He's actually from Kentucky. And then when then you listen to him talk, well, that, he sounds like he's from Kentucky. Right. It's, uh, it, it, they're all right there. I mean, it, it, if you really dive into it, like the nearness and proximity, I mean, we often out West, like state lines are pretty significant. Like once you cross a border from a state right. to another state, you know, it's, it's a, it's not a different world, but you know, there's a significant threshold now, especially when you talk about the size, but most of the rest of the country, that's just not the case. Right. You know, it just so happens that you live in Kentucky, but Cincinnati, for instance. Sure. Many of the residents of Cincinnati are Kentuckians. It's on the river. It's <laughs> right, on the right, border. Like right. it's, and you don't think about that. You go Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay. Yeah. Right. But it's like, it's right there. So the person to talk to you about Kentucky is our good friend Muhammad over there from ABC Fox, mm, right? Mm-hmm. Who I saw in. Now, now I got to get this right. Wasn't Frankfurt? Was I in Frankfurt? Where Lexington? Is? Oh yeah, I was in Lexington. Lexington. They're close to one another. That's right. But he he, he would now he's gonna kill me for this. But yeah, Lexington is where we were. Got to see him Rupp Arena, all that. So that was cool. But I don't know. I don't have a good way to distinguish Kentucky from like Indiana and Southern Ohio. And I'm sure that Kentuckians do. Sure. But I right. I do not. So uh, but yeah, I got to Pennsylvania. And then drove all the way back, stayed in Wisconsin three weeks, and then back through Minnesota, South Dakota, and to the homeland. Nuana is now 102.90 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. Ryan Tutel, our illustrious guest on this week's ESPN Roundtable, recapping his cross-country travels. We're going to get to some of the sporting events you saw because we have uh, given people updates from that, but I want to kind of encompass it all and then wrap it all together. But before that, what was the weirdest part about this? Because you could say hunky dory, okay, throw my three kids in a trailer and let's hit the road, but there had to be some logistical. Like I never expected this to happen. What was the like challenge of this thing? Parking the truck in the trailer is probably a big challenge. You know, I here's one thing that you do: uh, you uh, decide that you want a pizza, and so you look <laughs> up pizzas near me, and sure. then Google delivers you, you know, 15 different spots to get pizza, and you find one, and you like it, and you call in an order, and then you drive, and then you realize, oh, I'm I'm going to drive just the straight surface streets of Chicago, Illinois, with 55 <laughs> feet of vehicle, uh, and most of these are like one-way streets with street parking on one or both sides, and are, I mean, they're almost Europeanly narrow hmm. because they fit so many people like into the, the Chicagoland area. I'm not talking about downtown like the city, but just right around in what is still sort of the city life of Chicago. And then you go, what am I going to do? And then Providence takes over Coulter because you pull into the pizza place and you can't park in their lot because their lot <laughs> is for five Priuses and not for anything else. 
and I parallel parked it on the street. Trailer, truck, oh. did the whole thing and had the spot. Like had, well, it amounted about five spots, four spots for me right there. So these things tend to work out. Definitely getting into a little bit of a pinch driving sometimes because it's, you know, it's easy to know where you're going, but you don't know what it's actually going to be there. But once you get used to it, it's a little more maneuverable than I think you anticipate on the front end. Like, you can get in and out of some spots. I did try and go through a drive through That was a disaster. Had to get out, tell everybody behind me to back out of the line so I could back out of the line. You actually had to go get out and go knock on windows. That's right. I walked out. Said, Sorry. Like, I know you want your coffee, uh, but it's not happening unless you move. And so... <laughs> So we had that uh, pretty early on, learned that lesson the hard way. Um, so, you know, there, you, you, you get into that stuff. But what was the weirdest thing? I mean, most people, the biggest question everybody, because I've been telling your story around town, you know, because people certainly have been wondering what's going on with you. And they know that we're still great friends. Um, but the number, the uh, obviously the number one question, which is this is a referendum on America more than anything else, uh, is... How does he have any money? That we're not gonna talk about that on the radio. Uh, <laughs> Worked at ESPN. That's he right. Is stacking it up. Program director, ESPN Radio. Uh, number two though is, man, what's, what sort of crazy guy takes his kids, ages nine, six, and four, uh, on this sort of a trip? Your kids though, everybody thinks their kids are special. Ryan's kids actually are very special. Uh, they're very unique. They are though. They they're they they're, have to be to put up. With <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I mean. Better or worse, the whole raising experience has been very different than most people. And uh, I think that that gives them an elevated sense of um, maturity and comfort, but also maybe a uh, less of a tie to a place, so to speak. But how did they do? I mean, how was the how was the family, the familial uh, interactions? Yeah, man. Like, you know, you don't uh, know the answer to that question until you go and do it. But I anticipated that it would be great and it was great. Uh, the, did you have enough food for Kai Man? I did not. He's getting very large. But other people have been. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he is a a, a dense. He's a wrecking ball, uh, as his sisters will tell you. But they, I mean, one of the very best parts of this for me is just being with my kids sure. every day. You yeah. know, like we wake up and we do some school or we go on a walk, and obviously it's generally interesting because it's continually new and so that adds this element of maybe it's adventure or maybe it, it, i think interesting is the word like it just continues to sort of pique your uh focus and being present in the places that you are because you haven't seen these places before and i think that translates to the kids kai who's the, my youngest child is he's four now uh was three when we left He's just along for the ride. <laughs> right. He doesn't, you know, he, he, he's great, and it wouldn't matter if we were still here or somewhere. <laughs> he else. doesn't like, even he's just, know. He's rolling. Yeah. Um, but the other two, I think, um, definitely had moments of being homesick and moments of, mm -hmm. you know. Alethea's old enough why that she had leave, Yeah, Alethea you know, left her friends thing. behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, the kids are pretty good for it anyway. I think mine in particular in t when it comes to sort of, uh, you know, change. We... Their, their parents have never had a schedule for anything they've ever done. The fact that I was here at 4 o'clock five days a week is one of the biggest miracles of my whole life. Because <laughs> uh, that's never happened before. So they're pretty used to being pretty flexible on that. And then 
frankly, uh, COVID was a, a major upsetter for all of us, right? Sure. And changed routines, changed schedules, habits, you know, all of that stuff. And for that disruptor to just be a, a, a global reality, um, it actually maybe in a certain way prepared them a little bit for it. And, you know, when we took them out of school, well, they were already only in school two days a week and homeschooling three days, you know, that kind of stuff. So it wasn't just sort of this Band-Aid tear sort of thing. So, um, you know, the the kids were great. And I think that they've, you know, I, I, I don't know all the ways that this has or will affect them. Obviously, time will tell. But I think that um, they've grown considerably in a lot of different ways and certainly gotten to see some some very cool things. I mean, my my daughter, Zoe, turned six in New Orleans. And we went to Bourbon Street and had beignets at a cafe for breakfast on her birthday, which was the thing she saw in the Disney movie, and she got to do it in real life. Like, how that's crazy, right? I right. mean, that is the stuff where she doesn't know how good she's got, how lucky she is to be able to do that. And I'm sitting there going, I can't believe I'm sitting in the French Quarter with my family having breakfast on my daughter's birthday. Like, that's the stuff where you totally. sit back and you go, well, this is why we're here. Yeah, right. Because it wasn't like you actually had to go out of your way to make the trip to Planet. You were just there. So that's you right. just have to, then the breakfast is just easy. You just reach it. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. Amazing. Nuana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. It's the ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls. Paradise Falls, breakfast, lunch, dinner, Grizz football season right around the corner. No better place to go get your day started or watch the game from there. Have some cocktails before and after the game at Paradise Falls. It's your headquarters for Grizz football all year long. Located over there on the south side of town, 3621 Brook Street, in Missoula, Paradise Falls, proud presenter of the ESPN Roundtable, each and every Wednesday here on Nuanas Now. You uh, hit some pretty good sporting events, too. Yeah. Uh, rank them, because you got to be in the Deer District when the Milwaukee Bucks won the championship. You were also at the PGA Championship when Phil pulled off one of the great dad, Phil Mickelson pulled one of the great dad wins of all time. <laughs> uh, pretty cool uh, moments. I mean, those were both memorable regardless of if you're there or not. Like, mm-hmm. ones you'll remember for a long time. So, uh, w- tell us about some of the stuff you saw and sort of put it into context for so, us. So, um, the first sporting event that I went to on this trip was I went to the Women's Sweet 16 with my oldest daughter. And the two of us went and saw UConn play Iowa in the Sweet 16. And to see, you know, Gino Oriema obviously in person coaching his team, uh, it was was a thrill for me personally. And then for my daughter, we were in the Alamo Dome. So you, you remember, like in March, they did everything on one site. You know, Coulter, you were in, yep, in yep. Indy, right, for the whole thing. So we happened to be in San Antonio, uh, the San Antonio area. And so I took her to this game, and it was uh, it was it was amazing, and it was amazing for her to see women, you know, formerly girls who sure, are not women, sure. and f- a future self, you know, the 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 vision in an arena, right? That's you know, it's a football stadium to sit there and like that and have this crowd, and even though the crowd was you know very sparse, this was still like COVID, you know, seating and all of that stuff. Uh, it was it was awesome, and so that was that was great. And to watch an unbelievable game, I mean, that was as good uh, a scoring. I think the final score was like I want to say like eighty eight seventy nine or something like that. So pretty high, sc- very high scoring for a college game. But the shot making in that game, you show me anything better, you show me anything better, and it, it, it was it was glorious. So we were very lucky to see that. We got to two baseball games. 
saw the Houston Astros and uh, the uh, Anaheim Angels play some baseball. I watched Albert Pujols hit what I believe was his last career home run for he, Anaheim. Oh, for Anaheim. Because he, and then, cause it was only a couple days after that that he was released from the team. Obviously, he's with the Dodgers now, so sure. he's doing his thing. But He just hit another bomb the other night. It was, it, was, it was crazy to go, wow, did I just watch Albert Pujols' last home run? Uh, and to get to see Mike Trout, obviously, was, was great as well. We went to Progressive Field in Cleveland, the home of your Guardians. Got uh, straight rained out. Have you heard the Guardians story, by the way? Why it's the Guardians? No. The lawsuit. I, no, I have not. So there is a professional uh, roller derby league, in, yes. in the in female roller derby league uh, yes. throughout the United States. Not highly exposed, not, not highly promoted, but certainly a professional sporting league. Yeah. There's a team in Cleveland. Their name's the Guardians. Oh, boy. So nobody at the uh, formerly Cleveland Indians organization Googled this, apparently. Well, now, see, this is where I got to disagree. There is no question that, like, some copyright, like, search has been done for the names because that's, right. like, you can't just, well, they're like, suing pick them. a name. So the roller derby team suing the, the Cleveland baseball franchise, as it were. Well. I just think it's hilarious. We'll see, I'll tell you this. If you got a family, Progressive Field is the place to go. Because you can go to the beer garden, right? Well, I mean, the whole stadium's a beer garden. <laughs> but there is a kid's, like, concourse where they can just go run track against players. Like, they have the, the, the players run their 40-yard dash or whatever, and then you get a race, you know, pretend like you're racing against, you know, the, the, the guys on the team. You can go play baseball. They got, like, a mini baseball field set up on there, and they got people that are, like, hired to be there with the kids pitching to them. I mean, it's it's thousands and thousands of square feet. It's like a kid's mall in the park. And then you're just looking over, watching the game. It's fantastic. So those were, those were all great. The number two sporting event was, hands down, the Deer District. Yes. Being in Milwaukee, in the Deer District. What a cool town, too, because you could, you could have been in any town or any city in the NBA. That's right. There's very few, if any, I think, where the celebration would be as great as it is in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Phenomenal. It's the second smallest market in all the NBA. It's a franchise that's been starved for a championship for 50 years, mm -hmm. who got left high and dry by Lou Alcindor once upon a time. And as we know, you're a Wisconsin person. Wisconsin people just love to party, man. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. But to stand out there and just the atmosphere of all the people outside the stadium. And there is something to be said about proximity. Like, you could go to any party and watch the basketball game anywhere you want, and you would have seen actually more of the game than I saw. Sure, right. But to be standing there and look over, outside of Pfizer Arena, I mean, it's probably 60 feet in the air, is a giant deck that comes outside. Oh, wow. And people who are inside, this is like upper deck level stuff, can walk out and look over the whole concourse area. Well, as it turns out, this concourse area is covered in tens of thousands of people. And so you see five, 600 people up on this big deck who are all fortunate enough to actually get into the game looking down, and everybody's just yelling back and forth to each other nice. that they're so pumped. Every time the flyover camera goes, the place goes ballistic. And then, of course, the game's happening, and 
the Bucks win. I got this. I mean, I think it's a great video of like the last ten seconds of regulation, and then everybody just going berserk when you know when when it goes to zeros. Then the fireworks shoot off, which you could expect that that was going to happen, but I hadn't really considered like, oh yeah, there we're going to have fireworks here tonight. And then two days later, I took my three kids and a niece and a nephew on the bus to downtown for the parade. Watched, you know, Coach Bud. Giannis, man, Chris Middleton, like all the guys, right, come through. Giannis standing there right over the top. It doesn't even look like he should be on the double decker. Looks like he's just standing there. He's that big. <laughs> Is he his, so just oh, crazy to see in person? I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, yeah. Basketball players are the craziest. Well, players. and Gian- but Giannis is among the craziest basketball players too, yeah. right? I mean, I, I believe he Just has the longest wingspan yeah, yeah. in the history of I mean, the NBA. We, I wasn't two feet from him, but I was probably, you know, what do you want to say, seventy-five feet mm-hmm. from him. And even at that, you go, oh well, like there's Giannis, and then you look at whoever the people are next <laughs> to him, and you're like, oh, that's you know, he brought his children. Oh no, no, that's <laughs> that's a six-six. That's, that's true holiday. Right? <laughs> So that was really awesome. But but the best sporting event that I've been to on this trip and the best sporting event I've been to in my entire life Ever. is the PGA. Of course it was. PGA. I mean, it is – I know not everybody's a golfer. I know that people just stop, shut up the two of you talking about you and me. For sure. Talking about golf all the time. Fine. What I'm talking about, though, here's here's what separates golf, okay? Are we late? Am I going over no. time? No such thing as late around yeah, here, buddy. Right. Um. The proximity you have right. to the event, you everybody that goes has a courtside seat. And it's better than that because golf comes to you. In foot, in all the other sports, it's here's the limits. Here's sure, the out right, of bounds, right. right? In golf, you hit your ball, and wherever your ball goes, you go get it, and you hit the <laughs> ball again. That's it. Okay, there is out of bounds. I get it. But you know what I'm saying. So here I am. Brooks Kapka, Justin Thomas, back-to-back shank drives right, which I would consider the best drives of my entire <laughs> life. They're 20, 15, 20 yards from each other, and I'm standing in between the two of them, and they walk right up. And, I mean, the, not up to you, but they walk to your spot. I'm standing five feet from, you know, Brooks Kapka while he's lining up trying to figure out how he's going to get out of this rough. Justin Thomas, how am I going to stand here on this 45-degree slope? Hit the ball. next, And then who's up next? Oh, well, here comes Colin Marikawa. <laughs> right. Okay, here comes right. the next. Heck, 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 so next. you just get a front-row seat of everybody. And at the PGA, for it to be a major, everybody is there. Every, every guy. Right. There is no such thing as who's that guy. Right, 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 right. Like and Abraham answers oh, the, just the, the, the most anonymous the, yeah, yeah, guy you're going to find. Yeah. Who hit the greatest shot of the whole tournament that I witnessed in person. And you go, oh, well, that's why these are professionals. Because he's Daniel Berger, like middling pro, who's just a phenom. So that was incredible. I, I, I was on the 36th green of Phil's tournament. So he his, his last hole of the Friday round. He made about a 22-foot 20, birdie putt to go to five under at that moment within two real-time minutes somebody was at six under and they double bogeyed so he was in the lead essentially as he was walking off the green at at the end of the second day now i never would have guessed he would have gone on to win it but to sit there cheer on phil mickelson in person as he makes a birdie putt and then goes on to become the oldest major champion in the history of the sport 
it's wild. Like, that is crazy to say that you did that. And so, yes, I, I like golf. I know not everybody does. Nonetheless, anybody that's been to a, a PGA tournament event, like, the proximity is just wild where I walked. What it cost? What's the ticket cost? I don't know. Oh, my God, of course you got it for free. So the only guy in the world gets cars for free. Doesn't have to fo- I asked him, how's he feeding his son? I don't know. Someone else is. I know, how much, a, I know how much a hotel in Charleston is. Okay, okay. Uh, but I don't know how much. That's right, because our illustrious, uh, our, uh, uh, our, our espionage friend is the one that God, swung the tickets. God bless the U.S. Navy. So, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, Hope Quinn's here's, here's the only thing, though. Um, there was a, a group of six in the afternoon set of rounds, or a group of six, two groups of three, right? Mm-hmm. Which was like JT, Rory McIlroy, Brooks Kapka, followed by DeChambeau, Marikawa, Matsuyam. 90% of the gallery that's on site is following those two groups the entire round. I did for a while, and it was an unbelievable, exciting, great. Then I was like, I wonder who else is playing over on the other side. So I went to the back nine. It's vacant. Hmm. Like you wouldn't, uh, you, I, I mean, there was, there was nobody, man. I walked nine holes with Henrik Stenson, Danny Willett, and Bubba Watson. <laughs> wow. I was the only one. Did they talk to each other? Yes. A little bit. Hmm. There was an incident. Did you see Spieth? Because oh, Spieth's yeah. legendary for just talking to himself, right? He talks to his cat, oh, like yeah, at his caddy. Geller. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and that was great, too. I'm standing right there, and they're having full conversation. I'm like, it just never stops. This is like, well, this is like being with my wife or my sister. It's just on and on. <laughs> you know? Or maybe it's like being with me. I mean, it's, it's radio. So I, I uh, it, it was, it was, that was a great part of it to me. Here's one. Um, ah, shoot. Whose name's going to fail me right now. But, uh, you know, another professional golfer. <laughs> um, hit the ball into the rough. Had a perfect lie, like ball sitting up in the rough and a par five. And he walks up and he's talking to his caddy with three wood. He's like, like, I can smoke this thing. He's like, I, you know, I can clear the water that's in front and I can, I can get it back there. He's like, yeah, you can, but why? So you're 50 yards closer on your third shot. Cause you're not going to get there. And he's like, hit 170 yards up short of the, short of the Creek. And then just put a 100-yard shot onto the green close to the hole. Like, it's that easy. Why are you going to sit here and try and make the shot? And and he was like, yeah, okay. And it was wild to me to watch, like, a perfect sit. You and I would have been hitting three wood no question. <laughs> like, but he's like, you know, what, what am I going to gain from doing this? I'm going to be in perfect position, you know, in the fairway right over here with a very, easy, like, simple, easy shot. I'll just do that. And so that's the sort of stuff where you go, wow, okay, like, I guess that's a good way to save strokes, you know, when you're not trying to, like, put it everywhere that it can't go. So, I don't know, that was, that was, that was wild. Ryan Tutel, ESPN Radio. Nuana's now 1029 ESPN Radio. ESPN Roundtable probably presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. What do you think? You got time for a couple quick hitters? Let's do it. Take a break. I got five topics we're going to get thoughts on from Ryan Tutel here on Nuanas Now. Keep it right here, ESPN Missoula. 
The world may have slowed down, but it didn't stop. If you're back on the road and traveling to Missoula, we invite you to give Missoula's Wingate a try. We love our regular corporate guests and offer fantastic service, great year-round rates, and clean and comfortable rooms that will keep you coming back. While you're here, you can rack up the Wyndham Rewards points for free nights or airline miles. And starting in July, you can release some steam in our newly expanded fitness room. The team at Missoula's Wingate would love to make you feel at home. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The preeminent preseason football poll is out, and five Big Sky Conference teams are in the top 25. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Stats Perform released its first poll for the 2021 season. The University of Montana enters the fall with a number nine national ranking, while Montana State comes in at number 12 in the first stats poll. Weber State, the Big Sky's champion in the most recent spring season and the four-time reigning league champions overall, led the league with a number six national ranking. Eastern Washington, one of two teams from the Big Sky, along with Weber, to qualify for the spring FCS playoffs, came in at number 11. UC Davis, a team that nearly made the spring playoffs, is ranked number 23. And Sacramento State, a team that won a share of its first ever Big Sky title back in 2019, but opted out of the spring, came in at number 29. Defending national champ Sam Houston topped the poll with 39 of 50 first place votes. James Madison was number two and garnered eight first place votes. South Dakota State was third and had three first place votes. Rounding out the top 10, North Dakota State at four, Delaware at five, number seven, Southern Illinois, number eight, North Dakota, and number 10, Jacksonville State. And finally, former Montana State women's basketball standout Tori Martell has been nominated for the NCAA Woman of the Year by the Big Sky Conference. The NCAA announced Tuesday Martell is one of 535 women nationwide to become a finalist. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. Stupid people are bleeding, man. I love to say it doesn't resonate so much right now. Where's my caffeine, Tommy? It's still not here. This is how lazy I am. It's Nuanas Now, 1029 <laughs> ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. I had this great plan. I was meeting our good friend, Ryan Tuto, who we'll hear a little bit more from here in just a quick minute on uh, Nuanas Now. And uh, I was meeting him over here at the station. I knew he had to be gone before the show started, so we were going to record before the show began. So I didn't have time to get my... Uh, daily fix of caffeine. So I decided I was going to order some. I'm not going to throw the company under the bus who has not yet delivered, but <laughs> order some caffeine. Like I ordered just a glut of yerba mate tea from Albertsons. And, you know, I figured I'm going to drink it all the time. Just keep it in the fridge. Not going to go bad. Well, I ordered it at 2.30. It's about 5.40. Still haven't got it. I'm a little edgy. Uh, my brain's not working. I can't remember any of my reads or my stuff or anything. So, you know, Sometimes you have great plans that just fall through the cracks. Yeah, it's definitely clear that you're just struggling today. You're just struggling, Coulter. Yeah, well, imagine if you had to live a day without caffeine. I would I would actually pass away. I would wither I away and die. I actually think that you would. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Tommy, these guys at football practice today, they were, we were talking about caffeine habits, and uh, some of the, the media colleagues of mine were... 
One of them's drinking these new Mountain Dew energy drinks, and I'm like, God, you guys. Mm. So you guys need to get some some natural caffeine, some yerba mate tea, some guarasa leaf. Yeah. Maybe just some coffee. I don't know. And uh, so we were just having a little fun back and forth, but they were like, man, I know this one guy. <laughs> he gets quad shot Americanos every morning. That's crazy. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I know this one guy that drinks three of those every day. It's true, man. It's too. <laughs> They're like, no. I was like, no, no, no. I was like, I promise you, I watched this guy slam a double shot espresso at two o'clock in the morning in Las Vegas and fall asleep in two seconds. <laughs> Unbelievable. Caffeine consumption at its finest. We're leading the way here at Nuanas now. Back in the saddle, the traveling radio show continues. We're actually in the studio, but uh, we got a lot of pre-records today because it's just the busiest time of year. But gosh, it feels good to have a whole bunch of stuff to do. Happy to be back at it. Happy to have Brooks Nuanas on the show earlier today as well as Sammy and Kim, a couple of my favorites. But my favorite guy in the whole world to do radio with is sitting in the studio with me. He swung by the office, just got back from a winding cross-country road trip. I shouldn't say got back because that indicates that he's here to stay. We don't know where he's going, neither does he. That's the best part about it. But Ryan Tutel in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas here on Nuanas now. And I got some quick hitters for you because I don't even follow in the sports, yeah. as it were. So your thoughts, I got five things. I just want your general thoughts on the Olympics. On the, yeah. the event that just ended the 2020, that happened in 2021 Olympics from Tokyo. So I caught so little of these Olympics, like less than ever. First of all, the summer games are always far less interesting to me than the winter games. That's because you don't like running or track. Correct. Those would be right. the reason. Or swimming. Um, <laughs> I thought the basketball, I watched some basketball. I, thought I that didn't was watch any great. of the basketball because uh, I just expected it to be trash. No, it was fun, man. It was fun. I, 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 I actually, I saw the highlights, but it was, yeah, I just expected it to be not very good. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. And, and I, I, I love it when you can see how much professional athletes care about something. And obviously they're always going to care when they're winning their title, you know, the NBA finals or whatever it is, but like to rally together, have some naysaying about, you know, the, the men's team of whether they, you know, could do it and, and so on and so forth. And then they go out and do it. And, uh, is it, it, it was awesome. There were some unbelievable moments. I thought, I thought the co gold medal in the high jump was like super cool. Super cool. What, what an amazing thing. Especially since those guys are from different countries, but they train together. Yeah. Cause of course they train together cause they're the only two men on earth that can high right. jump seven, they can, 10. They can do it. But to have to, you know, to have that, not just the sportsmanship, but the sort of, you know, uh, cumulative joy. Yeah, all, all of it there was was very cool. And that's the best thing about the Olympics are those sorts of things that you just don't get elsewhere. Did and you thought, see the video of Seward, Alaska when Lydia Jacoby won the gold medal? Oh, man. Medal. They, they those 17-year-old right? boys were going as hard as possible. Yes. I couldn't believe it. It was so fun to watch, man. You know, and that's one cool thing I think about the United States that's somewhat unique in, in an Olympic setting than other countries is because... We have, you know, you have the the U.S. pride part of it, but then it's even more special to you when somebody from your area, your state, whatever it might be, like you can rally around a state where you can't really do that. You can do it regionally in other countries and stuff like that. So I thought that was, I thought that was cool. But, you know, not having fans there, not having friends and family be able to be there, I think, 
you know, you make the best of it. You talk on Facebook. But it, it obviously isn't the same. And by isn't the same, it's not as good. I would think it wouldn't be as good for the athletes. It's certainly, you know, you build all this stuff in Tokyo for these, you know, volleyball matches. And there's zero people in the stands. And it's just like, oh, man, that that kind of that's kind of a bummer. But, you know, the Olympics, I I like. But this one wasn't it didn't get me on a lot of levels. Topic number two, you're wearing the hat. The number one NFL story this offseason. Yes. Well, besides, well, we're not even going to get there because I don't even like going down that road. I mean, Deshaun Watson was probably the number one story of the NFL offseason, but we, don't, we haven't talked about that here, and we're not going to. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, number two. <laughs> you just can't help yourself. First of all, no question Aaron Rodgers was the number one story. Yeah, I, I agree. I, and I think he made it himself the number one story yeah. as well. So what do I think about it? What do you think about it? Are you annoyed by this? I could not be more on Aaron Rodgers' side on this than wow, than anything. And this is not me just being like a fanboy, like, oh, I love Aaron Rodgers. He's a great quarterback. He's a quarterback of my Green Bay Packers, and I'm rooting for him. The idea that he doesn't have a, a seat at, at the table to even or be approached to say, hey, man, like, what do you think about this? The GM is the GM for a reason. Sure. That's the person that makes the decisions and with the coach's input and with the presumably ownership's input, a little different situation in, in Green Bay, that's how those decisions are made and that's the structure that, and it's there to be that. But he is 1,000% right that at some point you as a professional cross a threshold of time spent at an organization. Who's been longer in Green Bay? Aaron Rodgers or Brian Gudekinst? Right, no kidding. It's, you know, it's true. And, and so... He has earned a right, and also by, like he said, look, man, I play with other players. I know what's going on in the league. I know what other guys' you know, situations are and the way that they're interacting, and it is disrespectful. It's not, hey, Aaron, can we do this? Hey, Aaron, what do you think? Which guy should we pick here? It's being shown the respect as a professional, and not just a professional, a Hall of Fame quarterback entire career with one organization to say, look, we really appreciate you. It's not just about the dollars. It's not just about the wins. We recognize that you are a piece of of this franchise forever, forever. And right here, right now, we are interested to hear what you have to say. Like at some point, if you don't receive that respect, if you're just the quarterback, sure. it, it doesn't and shouldn't sit well, and it should be a wake-up call to the entire organization. I'm happy that they made it to this point where they didn't get a divorce. I actually went through the history of NFL quarterbacks, and it's actually striking. Almost every premier quarterback in the history of the league, from Johnny Unitas through Joe Montana to Peyton Manning, now Tom Brady, got divorced from the team that he once upon a time became a legend for and then remade their careers to certain uh, levels of success. Johnny Unitas with the Chargers, I don't think anybody wants to remember that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Joe Montana with the Chiefs, eh, not that great. Peyton Manning with the Broncos, one of the greatest comebacks Absolutely. of all time. And yep. then Tom Brady still winning Super Bowls in Tampa Bay. But there's even more in between. I mean, Kenny Stabler and Warren Moon and many others. But I, I do think that it's important for the NFL, for Green Bay, to have a brand-name quarterback. And he is the reigning NFL MVP. So now the season is here. appears he's going to be a Packer this year. I hope he just shuts his mouth. And, and uh, he's lucky, though, that he is in Green Bay. Because uh, you pull this stunt in Philly or New York – uh, you're he, you're getting not, booed till week 13. You're so wrong about this. First of all, he wouldn't be pulling the stunt. The Packers are pulling the stunt. True. The front office is doing this. There's there's True. not a lot of, there's not, not none, but not a lot that would. And he's going to be cheered like a conquering hero in Green Bay. 
Joining us now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. Ryan Tutel, former leader here at ESPN Missoula, sitting in the chair with me, Coulter Nuanas. It's Northwest Motorsports Studio, Northwest Motorsport, located at the corner of Stevens and Mount here in Missoula. Go check them out. They have the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. You can also visit them online, nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Okay, we only have about three minutes here, guests, right, so we'll just, just, just quick hitters. Grizzlies, Montana Grizzly football, your thoughts? Well, first of all, hard to say hard for to say. me. Ben. Years ago, years ago, last time they actually played a real well, game. That, that and, uh, you know, the Grizz News hasn't made it to North Carolina yet, mm. which is disappointing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a little bit a little bit tough to keep up on. But, you know, everybody's sort of in the dark. That said, uh, they're going to be good. Montana State, no Jeff Choate. I have no idea who the new head coach is. At, I've never spoken to him, never read one word that he's ever said. Don't know him at all other than that he was at Wyoming, Wyoming, and now he's, he's at Montana State. Yep. I wish him absolutely the best. I don't see how you do better than Jeff Choate at Montana State. I just don't see it. And everything in college football emanates from the head coach, period. So, I think, I mean, they got the horses. They got a great team. I think they're going to be good, too. I just don't know how you're as good as you've been under what I think is, you know, the best coach in, in recent memory. Great having you here, man. Great to be here. Let's do it again soon. Okay, love it. Thanks, Coulter. Ryan Tutel here on Nuanas Now. We'll take you home here on a Wednesday. Back after this. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. One, two, three. One is now on ESPN Radio. I kind of do, but I kind of don't. I don't really know. Where are you at with Cake, Tommy? Uh, I love this band just because of how weird they are. They're really weird. Uh, I went to see them live one time, and uh, the, the singer guy started losing his complete mind about the generators that were running. Mm. And he's like... He's like, chant with me, no more diesel, no more diesel. So then he's like, turn them off, turn them off, turn them off. And nobody ever turned the generators off, but I'm, I'm going like, hey, man, like your sound system and lights will go black and you will be muted if your generators turn off. And then they did do a tree giveaway in the middle of the show, which I thought was interesting, and this lady got the tree. But then she was talking with security, and she was really upset afterwards because she's like, I don't know how I'm going to get this tree home. (laughs) And so it was like, it was just so strange, you know. I was in a band one time called Trailer Park, and the singer of this (laughs) band looks so much like the singer in my Trailer Park Uh, band. What's your other band called? 
Uh, Creed? No, no. Your famous band. Uh, Comatose, Comatose Smile. Smile. Yeah, yeah. We're When's a great that band. coming back? Uh, uh, likely never, Coulter. Oh, I'm living off of the royalties and doing charity work for you, <laughs> thanks to that band. And for the Missoula Paddleheads as well. By the way, Missoula <laughs> Paddleheads will be on, on this show uh, about 7 o'clock. I guess about 6.45 for the pregame and uh, 7.05 for his pitch. Great Falls Voyagers in town for the first game of a six-game set. We've already hooked you up with some tickets. Got some more tickets later on in the week. It's Nuanas now, by the way. You're listening in on ESPN Missoula as well as watching statewide television, SWX Montana TV. Yeah, cake's a weird one, man. Uh, I do like I do uh, like their uh, – I, pr- I praise their effort at originality, to be sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No by doubt. Way, by the way, my caffeine's still not here in case anybody cared. I know no one does. Like uh, Montana State head coach Jeff Choate used to always say, everybody's got problems. Nobody cares about yours. That's right. Very uh, compassionate guy, Jeff Choate was. <laughs> I already miss him. Uh, I miss him so much already, actually. But uh, he was definitely one of the great characters we've had on this show here. Speaking of great characters, we have a ton of great characters joining us today. So thanks to everybody who swung by. Talk some Grizz football off the top. Heard from Sammy Kim, senior receiver for the Grizz. Also heard from Brooks Nuanas, guy on sportsnt.com, and our uh, NFL expert analyst. Talking all things NFL. And then the return, at least for a moment in time, ESPN Roundtable today with our good friend and former co-host of this show, Ryan Tutel. Great pleasure to have Ryan in the studio. Awesome to see him in person, rough him up a little bit, see his kids, and uh, just good having his energy back around his little broadcasting company. Definitely one of my main guys, and it was awesome seeing him and uh, awesome to have him sit in the chair and do some radio with me as well. So if you missed anything in the show today, you can always find it on the podcast Podcast proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications, The Wingate by Wyndham Hotel, and Sportsbet Montana. Really quick, Coulter. Yeah. I'm going to put up a Twitter poll. Sure. And I'm hoping people give us honest answers, but I'm wondering, what's the over-under that Alan Jackson's team gets back to us for this interview request? (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I mean, Alan Jackson is absurdly famous. Yeah. I mean, Alan Jackson has sold like 100 million records. Almost as many as Comatose Smile. (laughs) I think Alan Jackson probably has sold a a top 10 amount of records in the history of music, honestly. What would you ask him first? Oh, man. You better start thinking about it. Because, you know, I've got the pull and all the star power. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Where is the Chattahoochee? That might be what I asked him (laughs) first. That's the name of my new podcast, bro. <laughs> Does it really get hotter than a hoochie coochie? I don't know. It's uh, it's as good as it gets. Alan Jackson, more number one hits than uh, anybody besides George Strait, I believe. I believe that's the real statistic. Um, he wrote them all, too. So, man, that guy, he did it right. He's got the rights to all his songs. He's got all the master tapes and uh, pretty much as good as it gets if you're a songwriter. We'll keep efforting Alan Jackson. Sean Rainey wasn't here today. Uh, he's on a little vacation, getting uh, back into it next week, though. And uh, we'll unveil our entire fall schedule for you throughout the end of this week and next week as well. Tomorrow, uh, some fun stuff coming up, including our good friend Carolyn will swing by. Chick who doesn't know sports. We have an exciting giveaway, especially for anybody out there that's a female. Got a nice little gift for you girls that want to go to some football games, so you want to stay tuned. In the meantime, enjoy yourself a Wednesday evening. I'm Colter Nuanas. This is Nuanas now back at you at 4 o'clock tomorrow. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams both collegially and professionally. 
There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sports Bet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sports Bet Montana location or by using the Sports Bet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sports Bet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sports Bet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sports Bet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.